0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.
1: I think we have uh, one of our greatest ever test captains on the on the, the line who we love chatting to. Uh, you, t- you told me he's got a, a rough voice this morning. He's, and he
2: told me. Did
1: he? But uh, you want him in... Full working order, because you've got him up here this Friday,
2: Yeah, coming up Friday. Chaps, aren't you? Good morning, mate. How are you? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm good, thanks, Heels.
0: Uh, voices on the improve.
2: Yes, we've just done a little car piece, didn't we? You might have heard it about the Dick Johnson Racing, and you love your cars, haven't you? You've always driven Alphas, haven't you?
0: Uh, since 78, Heels. Uh, that doesn't mean I know anything about cars. <laughs> I, know, I know there's a steering wheel, and I know where the petrol goes. After that, I'm in a bit of trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm the same as you. Water in the front, petrol in the back, air in the tyres, and after that, call cool the RACQ.
0: Good, <laughs> Paddy. How are
1: you? I'm very well, mate. And hey, congratulations on just an unbelievable uh, career in the media and with commentary. And I know you, I know your columns are not done, but as far as commentary goes, you've decided to drop the curtain.
0: Yeah, it uh, comes a time, mate. Um, I had a minor stroke. November last year, and uh, things just get harder after that. Uh, I mean, I'm fortunate that I haven't lost any faculties uh, um, You know, I have lunch with John Newcomb pretty regularly, and he couldn't sign his autograph for seven months. So, you know, he had a bit of a boy, he had a lot of a problem. But I've been lucky. But just everything, you know, climbing stairs and flying planes all gets a bit more difficult. And I also remembered the words of um, Bill O'Reilly. I used to talk to Tiger a lot in the press box, and um, Tiger, as he was getting on a bit, he said to me, just remember, he said, it's always the stairs that catch (laughs) (laughs) you. And I thought, (laughs) thought, he's right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) See, that Perth, the the Wacker, at the Wacker, when new blokes... You have to. We used to traipse up and down the stairs. You fellas were so quick. Never seen blokes quicker to get away from the ground to go and do nothing. Uh,
0: I was younger than heels. Uh, I, I wouldn't be getting away in a hurry now.
2: <laughs> take us back. You'd have to carry me, <laughs> I and mean, I would too, mate. Take us, take us back to your childhood and your idols, um, and and how cricket hooked you. Um, probably didn't have a lot
0: of choice, actually. Um, Martin, our father, was uh, he was a very good club cricketer. Like a lot of people, you know, he lost seven good years to the war, probably would have played a few shield games. He topped the batting averages in A grade one year. Um, but also, mum, Jean, uh, her father was Vic Richardson, who captained Australia, so no. there, was, there was something there in the genes. And Martin would take me to the Adelaide Oval and he always, I mean, Miller was one of the big ones. Watch Miller. You watch what Miller's doing. And so Martin would take me to the ground and we'd sit in the outer and um, he always had me watching very aggressive players. Johnny Martin played one season for South Australia. Johnny Martin was another guy that he had me watching. Les Cabell was an aggressive opener. So there were plenty of aggressive cricketers to watch, and that's how I learnt my cricket. A lot of it was watching and learning. And then we had a guy called uh, Lin Fuller, who was a good country cricketer. He had a backyard pitch, and I used to go there from age 5 to 17 and get uh, training from Lin, and that was very, very helpful. But Martin established our attitude. Martin always wanted us to play aggressively. Martin would throw loose balls to us after training to make sure that we knew how to score a run. And I'll never forget Martin's words, mate. He he said to all of us, he said, I want you to play hard, but I want you to play fair.
1: Mm. Ah, that's fantastic. Hey, you. Um, we know you did play hard, but you played hard off-field as well because you're a champion of trying to improve the conditions and the pay for your players. And I, I love meeting players from your time when you were their skipper and they still call you captain. They still call you skipper. They remain fiercely loyal after all this time.
0: I hope they don't call me captain to my face because I hate it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I, I had a saying, Patty, I... Um, once you're their captain, you're their captain for life, and yeah. uh, a couple of a couple of things. Um, I always felt that fellows gave me everything on the field, and of course we didn't have a players' association then, so I thought it was my job to fight for them off the field, um, and give as much to them off the field. Um, and the other thing I found was, you know, I. I didn't like making speeches. I didn't think they were any use. But I found that as an Australian captain, you have a slightly louder voice at times. And I thought to myself, there's a time to use that slightly louder voice. And that's what I've tried to do, to Help people who sometimes
2: have no voice at all, yeah. And so, I, I guess Chapelle, you, you, you had to pick your fights because you could be in front of that as Cricket Australia board or the what was it, the Board of Control for Cricket in those days, uh, every meeting if you wanted to because the conditions weren't good. No, they were the paying conditions were terrible.
0: But I can thank Gene Healst, uh, uh, Gene. Jean was very much into fair play and justice, and uh, she passed that on to me. And uh, uh, I, I remember once I was, I don't know, going on about something or other, and <clears throat> one of the board blokes said to me, Jesus, you're a difficult bastard to work with. <laughs> and I said, I said, mate, you're lucky. What do you mean I'm lucky? I said, well, you've only got to deal with me. You don't have to deal with my mother. If you had to deal with her, you'd be in big trouble. So I can I can thank Gene for that.
2: And and how hard how hard was it to get everyone together for World Series cricket? Do you do you remember? You know, my, my recollections is the the players were so enthusiastic to get over that side, and the money wasn't anything spectacular, was it? Well, not now,
0: but at the time it was pretty good money. Okay. but you ask how difficult was it well uh, let's take Eddie Barlow uh, Bunder. you know uh, played a very good cricket and Bunder, very competitive and he was one of the South Africans that I trusted he was another one who played hard but played fair anyhow uh, Austin Robertson was going around uh, collecting signatures and he knocked on the door Bunder opened the door and Austin started. Uh, I'm Austin Robertson from World Series Cricket. Bunder said, "I know who you are. Where's the pen?" <laughs> so that's how hard it was. <laughs>
1: hey, Ian, what about what about the memories of Kay Packer? I mean, he, there are some there are some amazing stories about him. You spent a lot of time, surely, in his company.
0: Yeah, how's your how's your audience? Uh, <laughs> yeah, early in the morning, <laughs> I better clean it up a we, bit.
1: We better then. be a little careful. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the first time I ever met Carrie, I was playing club cricket in at North Melbourne in those days because I'd retired from international cricket, and so I used to fly. I still lived in Adelaide, so I used to fly. Friday to Melbourne, and I'd just have the clothes that I stood up in because I had all the gear at the hotel. So I had, a, uh, I had a denim jacket, I had a pair of jeans, and a country and western shirt off. Get to Melbourne, and there's a message from Austin Robertson, fly on to Sydney, you've got a meeting with Mr. Packer at uh, ACP in Park Street. So I eventually get there, and I've never met Kerry before in my life. We walk in, and there's Kerry, as I remember him for all meetings. He's sitting back in his chair, almost lying back, got his feet up on the desk, no shoes on, so he's got his (laughs) socks. And he sees me in this thing, in this outfit, and it's no good morning or good afternoon, how are you? It's, what are you? Some sort of mm, cowboy, eh? And that was the uh, that was the opening bit. Then he, uh, then he hands me a bit of paper. He said, anyone on that list, uh, anyone whose name's not on that list you want? And I said, well, hang on, Kerry. Uh, I'm not captain. Greg's captain of Australia. What do you think this is, a, a democracy? I, I pay the bills. I pick the captain. You're the bloody captain. <laughs> and so then I said to him, well, can I make a phone call? Who to? And I said to Greg, I don't want a family argument. And I'll never forget Greg's uh, answer when I rang him. He said, mate, it's a bastard of a job. you can going to have it. <laughs> and uh, so that's how I became captain of Australia of well, uh, during Kerry Packer's uh, uh, tournament.
2: Uh, oh. yeah, you had heaps of him too. Uh, then you go and you face the West Indies. That, that's the you know still the highly most highly regarded cricket that has been played. Um, your thoughts about playing the West Indies then?
0: Well, you know I've always said it was the toughest cricket I ever played, and one of the main reasons is how did you get back into form? Yeah. I mean, when you were playing Test cricket, you, you might miss out on the Test and you go back. And you probably played a shield game, so you're playing a lesser attack, so there's a chance to get back into form. And sometimes you'd even be back in club cricket, so you could get back into form through club cricket. You play World Series cricket, so you face Andy Roberts, Michael Holding, Joel Garner, Colin Croft, no. and you fail. So, okay, that's not so good. Go to the next game. Who do you face? Imran Khan, Garth LaRue, Derek Underwood, John Snow. So how the hell do you get back into form? Yeah. You know, you're playing, you're playing all these good bowlers all the time. So, yeah, any form that showed in World Series cricket, you were going all right.
2: Yeah, and the wickets weren't totally even and uh, <laughs> consistent either. At times, they were experimenting with things like those well, and the lights. That's that's not quite right, Eagles, because... Okay. John
0: Mayley, John Mayley was in charge. I mean the one problem we had was in Melbourne where they had those drop in pitches and the and the truck bogged because it was too heavy because they were the pitches were in in cement. So they had to put them in in two halves and there was this join in the middle. And anyhow we've gone out as players, well. Look, seen the joint, and we said, Christ, that you know, that's not gonna be <laughs> That's not going to be a lot of fun. And somebody, one of the World Series people, said, oh, that's all right, it's in the middle. I said, yeah, it's in the middle, mate. I said, that's the bloody West Indies length. He said (laughs) anything. But uh, if you... I mean, the Sydney showground bit where we played one season, that was the best cricket wicket I ever played on in my life. It was brilliant. And I don't know how he did it, but mainly put chicken wire in the ground and he had the, uh, the the roots growing up and down. Now, I don't know. I mean, Bailey was a strange guy that Christ he knew how to make wickets. And those wickets, we played a test there which lasted for five days. A couple of days later we played a one-day game on it. They didn't do anything to it, just remarked the white lines. Well, so we virtually played about nine days on this bit. And it was brilliant.
1: Uh, he, Miley was a genius. Hey, we can do this all morning, but uh, we've slipped to 7.19 and uh, we're going to let you rest that voice because you're going to be up here helping Heels out on Friday. Um, Ian Chappell, always an absolute privilege and a pleasure to chat to you. And congratulations on a, on a 45-year commentary career that just absolutely soared.
2: Yeah, a wonderful commitment to cricket chaps. Uh, congratulations, mate. Thanks a lot,
0: guys, and see you Friday, Heels. Right, mate.